Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have us. Yes, me and you. Me and you. The whole show. Yep, it is best of time for Gone Boss Podcast. Because we are on vacation. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What they have coming up? A special virtual program. How special is it? Super duper special. Because it's in three? It is in three parts, yes. And the first part's coming up when? Thursday, August 3rd. What's this one all about? This one is called Make Words Matter, Behavioral and Communication Strategies to Increase Connection, Listening, and Leadership. Now, I'm going to take a guess and say that's a former podcast guest of yes, ours. Yes, absolutely. Dr. Beth Trammell. Ooh. Yes. See, this ought to be good. It will be good. Well, this is a three-part series of workshops. It's going to be spaced out over six weeks. Each session is 90 minutes, and attendance at all three sessions is required. Know that. Going in. Going in. You sign up, you're in it you're for three sessions. in it for three sessions, but you're going to learn some awesome stuff because Dr. Beth is awesome and you're gonna learn some cool stuff she is the kid whisperer she is yes so she's gonna teach you now more than ever our kids need us to help lead them in intentional ways make words matter with kids is a practical approach to parenting and teaching to increase communication and decrease frustration between children and adults and again you can sign up for this at schaeferleadership.com We're on vacation this week. We are. We are in Asheville, North Carolina. And we thought it would be a good idea to do the best of some of our banter together. Absolutely. And this is best of from the very beginning of the pod. Oh, so, er, so we're going back in the archives. We're going back into the archives. We're over 110 episodes exactly. in this podcast. Almost three years, two and a half years right now. I know. So you went really far back. I did. I think I went back to episode 10 or so. Ooh. And there's some from episode up to like 75 or something. So the first, we're in the first year, year and a half of the episode. When we were really funny. I think we're funny now too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, now you will, might hear some sound quality is probably a little different than what you're used to now. Because we upgraded. Because we upgraded equipment and we learned things along the way. But just so know, know that. So I think we've picked some of the funniest banter between Matt and I, husband, wife, um, from the past year or so, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Well, let's get right to it. Angie's been on the internet again, and she <laughs> My favorite found thing. <laughs> some stuff. I don't even know what it is. She just has a printout, and she's going to read some things. Yes. Well, you know, I love like one-star Amazon reviews. Yes. I don't know why you read them, but okay. I think they're funny. <laughs> and there's like a whole nother podcast out there that's all they do is read one-star reviews. And it's very funny. It's a brother-sister team, and they do a good job. It's funny. But I figure, you know me. Yes. The rest of the community may not know this about me, but I 
love a good poop story. I am a 12-year-old boy on the inside. Her entire family loves poop stories and things about poop. (laughs) It's weird. Poop and farts. Her favorite emoji, of course, is the poop emoji. Exactly. Her sister, her dad, they're all about poop. Maybe not my mom. Mom's going to listen to this and it's... That you yeah, are ex- she's the only clean You one. are excluded from this. I get along with mom pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, in my family, it's all about poop stories. Matt absolutely hates it and it grosses him out and he cannot handle it and he thinks it's disgusting. So, so, I, so what are you going to read to us? Well, sugar-free gummy bears, did you know, they make you poop a lot. Sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. So if you need to go, pop a, a few take of a those few in of your mouth. Yeah, but don't take more than like four because you <laughs> will explode. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's hear a few. All right, this, your oh, husband, I apologize in advance. You're going to hate this. I thought things people said about sugar-free gummy bears were exaggerated. What a fool I was. I write this in the hopes that future generations will break the cycle and never have to live through what happened to me in the harrowing hours that were to come. That night, I lay awake in bed, sweating, farting profusely, and unable to sleep because I read to run to the bathroom every few minutes. Wow. Yeah. The stench was incomparable to anything I had ever smelled before. If I saw my worst enemy approaching a bowl of these, I would dive in front of it to save them from the horror of what I experienced on that black day. Woe betide to anyone who fails to heed my warnings. Wow. <laughs> Somebody really enjoyed writing that. They, they, they did. <laughs> All right, here's another one. The cramping started about an hour later, and soon enough, I was as bloated as a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. (laughs) When the rumbling started, I sprinted down the hallway, and I made it to the bathroom just in time for the four horsemen of the apocalypse to stampede from my backside. (laughs) Laying waste to my home septic system and my will to live. Three hours of pelvis-shaking gummy bear assault, I was spongy and weak, surprised that I had any bones left. I cursed Harry Bow, the maker of the gummy bears, with the little strength I could muster. So if you eat the regular ones, are you okay? I think they're okay. Remember when, like... Those chips came out with like that weird low fat alternative back in the 90s, like yeah. Olean or whatever. Oh, and they okay. made people poop their pants. <laughs> they said you may experience anal leakage. <laughs> you, you can tell how much he gets a kick out of that. You hate this so much. It's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> Do you have one more for us? Just one more. No, she's got like three pages of this stuff. I have two more, but I have to wait because I'm crying because I'm laughing too hard. (laughs) Okay, I think I've collected myself. I was glued to the toilet seat, streams of fire bursting from my colon. (laughs) When I wasn't experiencing Satan's fury exploding from my rear, I was laying in the fetal position of the bathroom floor, sobbing and asking for forgiveness. Did she eat the whole bag or what? I don't know. I am a 120-pound man, and I was sobbing. When it was finally over, I couldn't move. I crawled on the floor one last time and sat motionless until my dehydration finally required that I drink water. The other reviews are absolutely perfectly accurate. This is 100% true. Eat two at a time, three if you're brave. But for the love of God and all things on this earth, do not eat anymore! In exclamation point. <laughs> Satan's fury. Satan's fury. Wow. That would hurt. 
Yes. This one's kind of long. This is the last but one. But it's the last one. I All promise right. I will stop talking about the bathroom here in just Oh, a my minute. gosh. You're dying. All right. Here we go. All right. This is this guy or person, I don't know, they don't really say, was taking an exam at college. It started subtly at first, almost like a slight tingly sensation in my lower abdomen. I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thing. Little did I know that my intestines were trying to desperately warn me of the horror that was on the horizon. By question nine, it happened again, but this time it was followed by a sharp pain, as if those little infernal hellions had orchestrated an attack upon my colon. I fought to contain the groan that was escaping my lips. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was going horribly wrong, and I needed to get through this test before it got any worse. By question 14, my fear was upon me. The Satan's bears were burning hot, dark magic, crashed against my sphincter like a tidal wave. I was able to close the hatch just in time, but those relentless toxic bears beat against it like orcs breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. (laughs) I knew I wouldn't be able to as much shift in my seat without risking a breach. I kept fighting through the exam, clenching my cheeks with all my might. I think he means butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Beads of sweat. (laughs) You got it? Good. Beads of sweat began rolling down my neck. Suddenly, a loud, gurgling war cry came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their heads to look. Oh, no. At this point, nothing mattered except expelling this ungodly presence from my bowels. (laughs) With 15 questions left, I promptly wrote C for every answer and ran out of the classroom. My professor yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to take place before I could find sweet, sweet relief. At least he got out of the... At least he didn't poop like on the floor in front of all of his classmates. That would be terrible. He'd be the poop guy forever. Exactly. (laughs) I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicapped stall was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone upon it as if it was a (laughs) gift from God itself. It took me less than 0.5 seconds to undo my belt buckle, pull down my pants, and finally relax my weary buttocks onto the toilet seat. It took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were open, and the damned, liquefied soul of an entire bag's worth of gummy bears cried as they burned through my sphincter into the watery abyss below. I've never said sphincter so much as in this podcast. I have never felt such simultaneous relief and anguish in my life. After 30 more minutes of this, I immediately went home and dug a hole in my backyard and burned the remains of the gummy bears. I leave with this. Do not, I repeat, do not eat these spawns of Satan. Not only did they cause me to fail my final test, but the anguish I experienced is something I wouldn't wish upon anyone, not even my worst enemy. The only place these godforsaken hell bears belong are buried deep below the Earth's surface. So in most of these stories, they uh, equate these gummy bears, these sugar-free gummy bears, to Satan and hell. Yeah, because I think it feels like there's like a fire. Brimstone and fire coming out of your... Coming out of your butt. Your butt. Sphincter. Remember, that, that's sphincter. what you're supposed to say. Sphincter. Anus. Leakage. Oh Anal leakage. I Thank leave you with this. Thank goodness we're done with this segment. <laughs> I hope and number no two, was eating lunch. You're off the internet for at least a week. <laughs> Let me find more poop stories. I'm sure I can no find No more them. poop stories. <laughs> the, I'm, write in right now. Email us. Tell us no more poop stories. No, tell us how much I you, will appreciate you love hearing Angie laugh and Matt just be grossed out. That's what we want to hear. This may seem like a uh, uh, crazy question to you, but do you wear underwear with your yoga pants? That sounds like a personal question, but yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> but it has recently come to my attention that people S- don't. Some people don't? I think 
That's weird. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not that. Like, it's the same material almost. No, no, whatever. Okay, your underwear exists for a function. is to protect your, your pants from your butt. Okay, I get it. So, like, if, I don't know, if you're doing, like, yoga poses and, like, downward-facing dog, I feel like you should have underwear. Like, I feel like you should have a barrier of protection. When, when I think of yoga pants, though, I'm like, they're just, like, long underwear. Well, they are long underwear. Why would you need underpants for long underwear? I wear, yeah. Well, I do you do that? Yes. Well, I don't you wear, don't. I don't you wear don't have long underwear, underwear. Right now. No, I don't. <laughs> but if I did, I would wear underwear. <laughs> and that's. Do you I, do you go commando with long underwear? With long underwear because it's underwear. That's it's long. Gross. It's just it's not short underwear. It's long underwear. No. So why would you wear underwear under your underwear? You. Because they're like, that's not underwear though. It's like. Yoga pants are kind of like underwear no, though. No, they're pants. You would wear, you would wear now, underwear under your jeans. I would agree with you if you're going to go out in public in your yoga pants, then yeah, you, you probably should have underpants on. Like if I see you at the caffeinery and you're getting a coffee or whatever because you just come from your yoga class, right. yeah, I hope you have under, underwear on. Okay. And I all hope. the other people who are in that yoga class with you hope that you have underwear on. <laughs> Because that's weird. But if you don't go to the, the coffee shop, you're just going in, you're doing your yoga, and you're getting out. Ah! No, no. Why well, no. you need underwear? Wear underwear. Also, this reminds me of when my grandma, my grandma would tell me, like, for pantyhose. Yes. That she didn't have to wear underwear with her pantyhose because panties was, it like, implied in the pantyhose, so you don't have to wear underwear. Now, I feel like yes, we're going to get a lot of comments on this because uh, I think this is a divided topic. Do you wear underwear with pantyhose or not? You don't. You do. You do wear... Sorry, <laughs> I polarized myself. <laughs> you do wear pantyhose underwear with pantyhose because that's gross. You, you also wear... You wear underwear with long underwear, and you wear long underwear. You wear underwear all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. Why do you think about the uh, young ladies that uh, maybe don't wear underwear at all in their dress? No, you need to like wear basic instinct. That's what I'm talking about. You need to wear underwear unless you're doing like sexy things. You need to be wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is probably not appropriate conversation for a podcast, but yeah, I mean, underwear exists for a reason to protect your clothes from your butt and other areas also to protect to protect the rest of the world from seeing your butt should the wind blow or your pants aren't quite as thick as you think they are or anything like that so i think you need to wear underwear okay you i can chime in on our facebook page and let us know what you exactly think. i would like to know what what real people think about that underwear with pantyhose yes or no or underwear with yoga pants yes or no Please, inquiring minds want to know. We need to know the answer to this question. Here's what I do not want to know. Do you personally wear underwear with with or without these? I don't need to know the answer to that question. But as a general concept, as a general rule, underwear with pantyhose, yes or no? Underwear with yoga pants, yes or no? We got another D-Bot. Yes, the robot vacuum. The robot vacuum. Now, there's a reason we, we, we got another one. Well, the main reason is because our dog is 
driving us crazy and <laughs> keeps pooping on our floors. Not uh, on a regular basis. Not on a regular basis. But this morning in November, I'm going to take you back to that. Remember, remember the 5th of November. It might have been the 5th of November. <laughs> I don't know when it was. <laughs> it was memorable because I came down, I took the dog outside, I brought the dog back in. Well, the robot, has. we schedule the robot to go automatically every morning. You don't even have to think about it. It just does it. Being early in the morning, I didn't look around. And apparently that dog had pooped on my On carpet. our carpet. And we didn't notice it. I didn't notice it until it was too late. And <laughs> dun, the D-Bot the D-bot found the poop. Yeah, if there is anything on the floor you don't want it to find, it will find. And then it will keep going over it and over, over it, it and, and over it. And grind it into your carpet. And, and itself. And itself. So It is like a poop magnet. <laughs> it's a poop machine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short. This thing is like covered in poop. I'm like <laughs> mad as I'll get out. I don't even think you were up yet. No, I think I was sick that day and I heard you out there messing with dog poop and I was like, you know what? I'm just staying in bed. I'm not even going to deal with that today. <laughs> so I grabbed D-Butt. I clean up the carpet. We we have a little machine there. It steam cleans it or something like that. So I got that all cleaned up. I'm like, oh, good. So then it's time to tackle the D-Butt. Now the D-Butt is, like we said, just covered. It's like a tank rolled in poop. <laughs> Every, you know, they have these little wheels that look like connect they wheels and like they are compacted with poop. Every crevice, it had gone through the machine, not just yeah. in the wheels, but like so in I the had to sucker dump the thing. Tray and it had poop in it. And it just, <laughs> it was just gross. In cleaning it, I got a little, little crazy with the water and. Yeah, you put it under the water, the, under the faucet. You ran water through the, the robot vacuum. Well, robots don't like that much water. Mm, no, they. They disagree. <laughs> they disagree. And uh, I killed the D-Bot. Yeah. For Christmas. For Christmas, we got we ourselves got a, new a, a new one. And and now I won't let you schedule it for 7 a.m. Because I'm like, nope, I have to be awake and know everything that's on the floor before I hit go on now, the Now, this morning, you did hit go. And again, it did not find poop, but it found Adia's Barbie head. That oh, you can, yeah, like, try to eat the Barbie head. Yeah, because you can, it's like a big old Barbie head that you can practice doing braids and hair and everything. Yeah. And like, beep, 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 beep. it's got the hair like all up in it and stuff. So you have to be careful with these robots. Yes. Now, I was saying when we first got the D-Bot, yeah. I was like, because it, it was right around the same time we got the home speaker thingy. That I'm not going to say because I don't want her to go off right now. But we got okay. one of those. And then like six months later, we got this robot vacuum. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we are living in the Jetsons future. This is the future. All I need is like a car that flies and I'll be good to go. We live in a hundred year old farmhouse. Yes. And we have a robot. We've got a robot and a personal little speaker computer thing. Who listens to who us listens all the time. listens to what we say. This is amazing. And then, you know, we have this for like two weeks. I'm like, how did we live without this technology? It's amazing. This is so fabulous. And then the first time that robot rolls around in poop... <laughs> Or it kills it. <laughs> every, it kills it, number one. Or when it like it's supposed to like learn like the lay of the land. Oh yeah. And, and the thing no. gets stuck every every time it, it gets stuck on a register. I don't yeah. Like the metal the, grate that blows air out of, it gets on that and it's like beep beep. Nope, I can't do anything else. I know. And so now I'm like, you stupid robot, why what good are you for? Why do we keep you around? You can't figure out how to get around. Just when like two weeks ago I was like, Oh man, this is the most amazing Jetsons technology ever. This is so fabulous. Now the D butt is a stupid butt. It but is a stupid butt. But we are a little bit better owners. Well, yeah, we have now. to be better. And anyway, technology, it's great when it works, not when it sucks up poop all over your house. 
Here recently, we had Stephanie Winkman on the podcast. Yes. And I think her voice, in some situations, when you're reading the news, she sounds a little seductive. <laughs> does she now? What I do you think, think she, she does. thinks about that? She probably doesn't. <laughs> She probably doesn't know that people think that probably about not. her voice. She also, I think, has a good ASMR voice. That yes, and she's big into that. She's big into that. Yeah. So, yeah. And other people think you have a sexy voice. I don't think anyone has said I have a sexy voice. Or a sultry voice or I, something. I have gotten lots of compliments on how good people think my voice sounds. And I like that. You Thank go. you, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, no one has told me I have a sexy voice, including my husband. So I'm not sure about that. So the other night, we're having a, a, a bottle of wine. You pick it up and you start to read the back of the wine label. Yeah, because the back of wine labels are ridiculous. Like they make up garbage. Like that, none of it makes any sense. So now for our ASMR fans, <laughs> we have Angie reading some wine labels yes she you, found on the internet you may love it you may hate it i don't know <laughs> don't tell me if you hate it i don't i don't know if i want to know here we go what, what's the first one the first one is apothic dark now not all of these we actually drink i just found these online so that, you, you can get this stuff at walmart yeah it's I think on most, the end cap somewhere for like 10 bucks yeah i think most of these you can get at walmart or <laughs> elsewhere so this one's apothic dark there's a romance in the darkness it draws our curiosity and beckons a desire to taste the unknown. This limited release blends dark fruit flavors of blueberry and blackberry with opulent notes of coffee and dark chocolate for a rich yet silky smooth wine experience. Give me a glass right now. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> All right. What's another one there? This next one is Menage a Trois. Oh, yes. I've Midnight. seen it uh, many times on the shelf at Walmart as yes. well. It's also at Target or Payless or wherever. Like Now, Menage a Trois, you would think there's, uh, what, three different grapes in it or something like that? You would think. So we'll see. Experience the dark side of Menage a Trois with Midnight, a luxurious dark red blend sure to satisfy your deepest desires. Voluptuous black cherry and berry flavors with hints of mocha and exotic spice play across your lips, urging you to turn out the lights and savor the pleasures of the dark. Oh my God, that is ridiculous. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> that just, and this Menage a Trois is Eight dollars, like no. yeah, eight ninety nine. <laughs> it is not. There's nothing that great in this bottle. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is Oliver Sweet Red, an Indiana favorite. My tagline is Oliver Sweet Red Wine. It's grown up Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Concord grape juice. I mean, good, good. well, listen to this. Classic Concord grape aroma and ruby red color, an Indiana and Midwest favorite. This soft red wine is fresh, fruity, just sweet enough. It's also a consumer-rated Best Buy. Serve with a burger and barbecue. Great with pepperoni pizza. Yummy with chocolate. Okay. Am I going to eat, drink all of our sweet <laughs> red wine with pepperoni pizza? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> hey, I, I can't say I haven't done it. But. I mean, I can't say I haven't done it either, probably. But if I'm drinking, eating pepperoni pizza, I might drink a beer. I don't know. You would think, but... I don't know. There's that. It's a hot summer day. You got that Pizza King pizza. Might as well chug down some Oliver Sweet Red. Now, we've done a lot of red wines. This one is a white wine. This is okay. Pinot Grigio. All right. Pinot. 
which is not my favorite. You can probably tell the <laughs> red wines are my favorite because those are the ones we had. All right, this is a, the cupcake wine, which you can also find. I know you can find it at Target. Oh, my God. It, I got a story about cupcake It's like wines. $5 or whatever. Oh, or was it cotton candy wine that I was complaining about? The, I DJed wedding, and they had, I believe, cotton candy white wine, Ugh. and it tasted like bleh. That sounds gross. But this is... This is cupcake wine. Cupcake. Does it taste like cupcakes? Well, just wait and see. We traveled to northern Italy in the foothills of the Italian Alps because of its unique quality to produce lush, fruitful, flavorful Pinot Grigio. Our Pinot Grigio is full of the flavors of ripe pears and a creamy mid-palate and a long lingering finish. It's reminiscent of a pear cupcake with white chocolate. Also enjoy with bay scallops and a cream sauce, linguine alfredo, or simply as an aperitif. I, I don't know what that last thing was. <laughs> aperitif is like the beginning an drink. Like like an appetizer, like a, the but the beginning like drink to set the tone of your course, I think. I could be wrong. That sounds awfully fancy, so I'm not really sure. Why that is fancy. I know. But like reminiscent of a pear cupcake with white chocolate. <laughs> Have you had a pear cupcake with white chocolate? Uh, no. <laughs> I I've, I've I mean, never had a pear cupcake. I haven't either. I mean it sounds good. Do you but... think the whole pear's in there or did they mush it up and like put it in the cake better? I think they mushed it up or essence we're of talking pear. about wine here come on i know but you know what? i reference at sea salt and cinnamon maybe they can make us a pear <laughs> cupcake i don't know anyway they're just the wine labels are ridiculous and i just love to read them when we when we have them at home and i'm like can i get paid to be a wine writer because that would be fun i bet the people at hallmark write those maybe that's probably. like their moonlighting job is you know hey we've got this wine label Could greeting you, uh... cards by day wine labels by night exactly sounds good to me sign me up <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone, gone boss. boss.